Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. I'm Eric G on a wonderful Tuesday here for our midweek special, our first episode of well, 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. And man, it's been a tough couple days and I'm just a little personal stuff here. Just, uh, you know, it's on the 3rd of January and I'm like stoked for 2023. But man, we had a major radio host in the Seattle market uh, who I didn't always agree with, but he was such a great broadcaster up there, Dory Monson. He was part of the, uh, part of the uh, Seahawks broadcast team up there as well. As uh, last night, Ken Block, the stunt race car driver, co-founder of DC Shoes, passing away. And then, of course, all the stuff that's been going on at the NFL and uh, our thoughts and prayers, of course, going out to DeMar Hamlin for that. It's just been an emotional couple days. I'm already spent, and it's like the 3rd of January. So we've got a lot to cover today, but that's where I'm coming from today. And I hope everybody out there is doing well and uh, everything's going okay for them and they're healthy and made it through the new year. Well, today I want to talk about a few things. And uh, one of them is the death of a large company of a large retailer. And this isn't anything new, but you know, 20 years ago, these guys were a behemoth with like 700 stores out there. And now today they announced that the last 150 of the Sears stores across the U.S. will be closing. So here in another month or two, whenever they get those things closed up when the sales are done, there won't be a Sears store anywhere. And that to me is pretty wild considering how big they used to be. When I was a kid, we'd get the Sears catalogs and all that stuff. And uh, of course, online. And, And to be honest, they were a company that had such a strong point. But talk about somebody who didn't pivot when the times changed. And we saw that with other companies out there that just didn't make it when the world changes. And unfortunately, they did the same thing. You know, the stores that I would go into around the country, I need to pop in maybe to get a craftsman tool or something. And uh, I tell you what, it was tough. You could tell they hadn't seen maintenance in 20 years. There was, it was just a, a, a soulless building. And then they took my craftsman tool brand, which... You know, my grandfather, my father, me as a kid and all the way up into the 1990s had some great quality tools. And then starting 20 years ago, they took that made in USA hand tool thing, started cheapening it, making it overseas. And then it just went away. There was nothing made in USA about it. And the quality went down. And that was a problem to me. So I, quite frankly, at that point, I never went back into one. The only time I would go back into a Sears store was to 
exchange something that was broken. And I was out. You know, they had their diehard battery brand. They had the, uh, you know, the big, huge Kenmore appliance brand. So what's going to happen to those guys? Well, diehard, it seems, is sold in a couple other companies out there, you know, like uh, advanced auto parts, things like that. So they may live on. And then Kenmore, I'm seeing showing up in Lowe's and Amazon and stuff. So I think Kenmore is going to be out there. But to be honest, Kenmore doesn't make their own appliances. And you probably know this, but if you don't, I'll give you a little background on it super quick. Kenmore Appliances is something that has been around, you know, for a long time, but they don't make their own appliances. They literally just sit there and get a hold of somebody like Whirlpool, which Whirlpool has been the last number of years, has been one of the biggest producers of Kenmore Appliances. And so that's been what they did. Kenmore would say, okay, Whirlpool or GE or Frigidaire, I want an appliance with this specification. And they would go look at their factory parts and go, okay, we can build it like this. And then they would sell it under the Kenmore brand. But really, they were all whatever brand that made that. Many times right now, it was uh, newer stuff has been Whirlpool. It's all made by Whirlpool. So it's still the same stuff. And the good news is, is when Sears goes out, that Kenmore brand seems to be still be owned by the uh, holding company that owns Sears. So they still have that brand. It looks like the interesting part of that is it's still going to be sold, it looks like, through other places. So you'll still see it in Lowe's. You'll still see it on Amazon. It might end up getting you know, pulled into one of the big box stores to be their brand like it was for Sears for so many years. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But you know, just uh, pretty sad to see a retailer that has been so badly run for so many years finally bite the dust. And uh, I mean, we could all see it coming. This is no shock to anybody, but I feel bad for all the people out there that have been working hard and the people that were, uh, even the people out there that were in the Sears Auto Centers, this people that were in the, that were working in the, the Sears, you know, home services divisions where they were doing roofs and that kind of stuff. Uh, all those people uh, now are going to be out of work that still had a job out there. So um, my heart goes out to you guys in the new year, finding out that uh, you had made it this far, but uh, looks like that is going to go away. Next, I want to talk to all our Californians out there and our people in the in the desert southwest. Because I tell you what, you guys have been getting some serious rain over the last couple couple weeks, really, over the holidays. San Francisco looked like they were getting four to six inches of rain. I'd already got that, and much more is coming. I see uh, my friends down in Southern California are uh, getting some much-needed rain, and a lot of it all at once. Later on this week, it looks like they're going to be getting inches of rain, which, you know, that is good for those guys. Uh, Where it's not so good is where they've had recent fires and those burn scars, because that can lead to mudslides and problems like that, but... That's going to put some water into reservoirs, hopefully into rivers, and hopefully into the environment there that needs it so badly. But I wanted to talk for a few minutes for California people about ways to control water to make sure that you've got it under control because you haven't had to deal with this for so many years. And maybe, you know, there's a good chance if you bought a home in the last few years, you've never had to deal with heavy water like this. It just hasn't really happened. And so I I thought I'd talk about some of the basics. Now, in Southern California, uh, you know, basements are not a common thing. Maybe a half basement or a California basement, but really, basements are uncommon. But if you do have one of those basements, you know, keep an eye on things. Get down there and take a look at it. 
around the perimeter of the house in the basement. Make sure you don't have boxes stacked up against the wall or anything like that. Pull those back. Make sure that you don't have water coming up someplace. And make sure that that's not filling up with water. Any place that there's a crack, especially from uh, earthquakes and things like that, that is a quick path of water into the house. And don't worry, that can be repaired with carbon fiber and things like that. But that is where that is. Now, take a look at that. If you've got a crawl space, stick your head down there. I know most of you, a lot of you, just because of fast building techniques over the last 40 years, slab on grade where they poured the concrete right on the, on the ground. That is the most common, but you can still get water up through that. But crawl spaces when they are built, make sure you don't have water down in there because that can be the low point, which water loves to go to the low point. Make sure you've got that as well. And then third, if you've got gutters, make sure they're clean. You know, you can have, I got a buddy's place. I was looking at his the other day when I was down there and he had a bunch of palm leaves and stuff in there. Uh, And that's going to get all clogged up when you get inches of rain. So make sure you've got those cleaned out. And then second of all, if you've got gutters and downspouts, make sure those downspouts don't drop off right next to the foundation. I want to see that go into a tube or go into a storm drain system that gets that at least 10 feet away from the foundation. So if that's dropping out right next to the house, that will be a problem if you continue to get rain. So you want to make sure that goes at least 10 feet away and downhill from the house. So, you know, this is the time that you're going to start finding where those, uh, where those puddles come up, especially if it's a new house to you. So that's something to think about there as well. And then uh, keep an eye out for those roof leaks. You know, if uh, keep an eye out. When you're getting inches of rain, we have it here in Portland all the time, so we're pretty used to it. But just make sure that you've got, uh, you know, the storm drains out at the street. Make sure those are kind of opened up. If you've got a bunch of stuff up there from wind, make sure that any of those leaves and junk that's out there that uh, could be out there. Make sure those are clean because uh, you don't want to see the water get piled up in front of your house and uh, up into your yard and worse, up into your house. So uh, make sure you do that and just be careful. Be careful, guys. I don't want to see anybody get hurt out there, especially driving through the different uh, flooded areas. You know, there's sinkholes and things like that that can happen when you get this stuff because, uh, of course, all those different storm drain systems can get so much water that they can really get overwhelmed And then that pipe can disconnect underground, and then all of a sudden it sweeps away the soil, and now you got a sinkhole, and cars are dropping into it, and people can get hurt or killed with that. So we want to make sure and uh, be careful with that out there. So if you've got any questions out there with your problems of water, if you're like, man, i got a water problem I'm not used to dealing with, take a picture of it, head over to Facebook Around the House show, or actually over to our uh, close group, Around the House Nation If you want to post it up over there on a picture on that post, I will be in there to make sure that we can get uh, me and other people in that group can get there. Or you can message me directly over at aroundthehouseonline.com and you can send stuff through that as well. I'd love to see what your problems are and see if we can help you get that taken care of because uh, water can do a ton of damage. It can do just as much as fire out there. And uh, all it takes is with mold. If you get something wet inside your house, like a pipe break or one of those other things, be very careful. So what you want to do is uh, make sure that anything that gets wet dries out within 24 to 48 hours. If not, get dehumidifiers in there. Uh, Anything over 48 hours, you definitely will have a mold problem. So make sure that you can uh, get that dialed in and taken care of. All right, everybody, we got a great show ahead this weekend that you're not going to want to miss. We're going to talk about uh, power generation and uh, 10G speeds on 
cable coming up. So ultra fast, new internet speeds coming up, which is going to be pretty cool. And uh, all that and more coming up on Saturday on a new Around the House show. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the week. Stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go All over the radio with you We have some exciting news about the Around the House podcast. Do you want to be an Around the House insider? Our premium membership gives you early access to the weekend podcast, exclusive access to our back catalog of shows, special email access to me, Eric G, with your own home improvement questions with a priority email address, plus exclusive new shows and extended content. Click down into the podcast show notes for the link to the Around the House Insider membership for less than the price of a beer at happy hour. Join me for this limited amount of exclusive members. And thanks for listening to Around the House.